Podcast Help Desk, number 89, for September 23rd, 2016, brought to you by Blueberry Podcasting, a raw voice company. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever the case may be, this is Mike, and I'm back from my summer hiatus. If you're a first-time listener, this show normally goes weekly, but I kind of took the summer off, and... I had a couple of interview shows and updates along the uh, summer, but uh, it was nice to to back away from the podcast every once in a while. I don't know uh, how that did on my listenership. Hopefully, uh, those of you who were subscribed are still subscribed, and I thank you for that. I've got a lot of news and updates and, and other things. I'm kind of reformatting the show a little bit. Uh, you'll notice that I didn't have any big intro at the beginning, and I probably won't have any big outro at the end, at least for the time being. Uh, We'll see how that goes. Uh, I kind of like to just flip on the mic and start talking and, you know, do a little production along the way, but the main thing is to get the information out to you. Of course, this show is dedicated to the technology of podcasting, and more specifically, Uh, focusing on using Blueberry PowerPress and WordPress for your podcast. But I talk about other things and other services and all that, so it's not strictly a Blueberry thing. So please stick with me, even if you're using a different service, and uh, maybe you'll uh, learn something along the way. Of course, I do welcome your questions. Of course, being off all summer, I haven't uh, received any questions to, f- to cover uh, this episode, but uh, please, please, please email me, podcasthelpdesk at gmail.com. And you can email me a voice question, you know, record something and send it, and I'll play it on the show and then answer it, or... You can send me text, or you can click the uh, leave a voicemail link on the website. There's lots of ways to get a question to me. You could also get me on Twitter at Podcast Help Desk or MG Dell. Either one works. And uh, ask your question there. I'll probably answer it there, but uh, may include it in the show as well. But uh, as I said, mainly we talk about the technology of podcasting, not so much the why and the and all that good stuff, but uh, you know we get into that as well. So you know, kind of a full range of podcast topics. And the more feedback you send me, the uh, more uh, diverse the subject matter will be. Again, for those who don't know me and may be listening to this episode as the first episode. I am a podcasting professional. No, I don't podcast for a living. I work for a podcast company. And you probably guessed it's Blueberry. I'm the customer support coordinator. I'm the guy that answers the phone and answers email tickets at least 40 hours a week, sometimes more, <laughs> a lot, lot of times more, uh, along with the rest of the support team over at Blueberry. So it's... Uh, you know, I, I live and breathe this stuff. So sometimes I may cover a topic a little more quickly than 
than a beginner would want. So if I do that, please say something, and I will uh, re recover that topic in uh, a little bit easier or uh, less uh, wordy way. <laughs> and I also like to not edit too much. So in this podcast, you're going to hear some mistakes sometimes. You know, if it's a blaring mistake, I'll just start over. But I don't want to have to do that all that much. And, uh, you know, the less time I spend editing, the the quicker I get the information out to you that I want to cover. So today I've got a bunch of news, as I said. So we're going to get right into that after this. Blueberry.com is the digital media interface for everyone. Consumers, find great content and create a single RSS feed for all your favorite shows. Creators, post your show and get comprehensive stats and easy-to-read reports. Advertisers, access new markets via hundreds of available content channels that reach across all demographics. The Blueberry Network, online at BlueberryNoEase.com. And to add to that commercial there, if you want a free month of either statistics or hosting and or the upcoming PowerPress Sites Deluxe, over at Blueberry.com, use the promo code HELPDESK, all one word, HELPDESK, at checkout. Uh, when you check out, it's underneath the credit card logos in the checkout form at Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com, Blueberry, no ease. So now that we got that out of the way, the IAB has come out with their guidelines for podcast measurement and analytics. The Audio Committee of the Interactive Advertising Bureau, the IAB, has released guidelines on measurement and analytics for podcasts as the sex sector has grown. That's what it says. I read it verbatim. Shouldn't read. But uh, 23 IAB, IAB member companies uh, came out with this document, and uh, I'll have a link to the document and the news story in the show notes, but... Basically, it was just some rough guidelines, kind of a first step in trying to standardize how we measure podcast statistics. And please pay attention to the addendum or whatever you call it at the end there. Give some technical geekery about how that works. Uh, companies such as Blueberry, Lipson, I I think Google was there. I mean, there's a whole list of them. AdWiz, uh, Triton. There there was a bunch. There's a whole list of companies uh, right in the document of who participated. But uh, this has been going on for a couple of years. They've been working out a document that uh, gives the rough guidelines. I'm sure there's going to be some some more coming uh, eventually. But uh, you know, the companies really worked hard. Uh, you know, I know. Our representative, Angelo, definitely uh, had some influence on it, and it was a uh, drawn-out process. So uh, uh, the company is reasonably happy with the results, and, uh, of course, Blueberry Statistics do comply with this uh, and more. You know, the, the and more part is probably the difference uh, you know, with filtering, uh, you know, you filter out for a lot of bots and, and that kind of thing, you know, because 
you know, our uh, founder or founders all decided that, uh, you know, if we're going to do statistics, you know, we don't care what the number is as long as it's an accurate number. And so we definitely at Blueberry at least, and, you know, I'm pretty sure Lipson, PodTrack, all those guys uh, do it the same way or very close, uh, you know, have fairly accurate stats. And that's, you know, that's what we need in this space. You don't want to have, say, you know, uh, one company's podcast, you know, being measured five times higher than, than another company's podcast. And, of course, you know, with the company that's doing it five times higher, the customer, or in this case, the advertiser, won't get the return on what they're expecting the audience to be. So, you know, if you tell somebody that you're getting 10,000 listens and you're really only getting a thousand, you're going to get the results from a thousand listens and they're going to be paying for 10,000 listens. And of course they're going to say, well, podcasting sucks for advertising. Well, podcasting doesn't suck for advertising. It just has to be measured in in a way that uh, is accurate. Because, you know, I think, you know, some smaller shows have a better, you know, response. You know, uh, know, me advertising Blueberry here, you know, uh, for the number of listeners that I have, you know, we do pretty good. And, you know, Blueberry services sell well on my podcast to my audience because, you know, they have a relationship with me. I know a lot of my listeners. And if I don't know you, email me. Podcast help desk at Mike Dell dot or at Mike Dell at gmail dot com. Or you can do Mike at Mike Dell dot com. That works too. It goes to the same email box. So let's see. Patreon launched private RSS feeds. Patreon is the kind of a, a crowdsourcing way uh, podcasters and other creatives can make uh, some money with their podcast and for you know for a long time they've been doing it so that there was you know some private uh content that you could put out to your listeners well now they've added rss feeds to that now it says private rss feeds but in reality the rss feed is available out there in public there's no password or anything it's just not published anywhere except for if you're a donor to that particular uh, show or, you know, in in the case of the podcaster, if you make that available to your Patreon donors, there is another RSS feed that comes from there that you can put out content that only goes to that feed. And as long as you don't publicize that feed, it's for your uh, contributors. It's kind of an interesting concept. Although you can do the same thing, you know, right from your WordPress site if you want. Uh, Just make a second feed and don't make it public. (laughs) So, but uh, yeah, it's a good idea. And uh, I'm sure a lot of the Patreon users will use that. And those of you that use Overcast, uh, the next update you get, if you haven't already gotten it, uh, has ads in it. So I think the ads are going to show up in between your podcasts. I don't think they're going to interrupt uh, 
your podcasts or maybe they'll do pre-rolls or whatever. But uh, you know, the guy that does Overcast you know, has been playing with different ways of monetizing it and making it a, a going thing to where he can you know, make some money at it. And, you know, he's tried the uh, Patreon, you know, thing and he's uh, now decided he's going to sell ads. So if you're using Overcast and you don't want to hear ads, uh, I don't know if he's got an option to uh, get rid of the ads or not. Uh, but if not, go to uh, Pocket Cast <laughs> or some other app. Uh, Pocket Cast is what I use, but uh, you know, Overcast is good. I've tried it. Uh, you know, the only thing I, I like Pocket Cast for over Overcast is in Pocket Cast, you get a a kind of a grid layout of your shows, you know, with the album art so that you can select the shows you want a little easier than just a big long list. But, uh, you know, it's whatever you're used to. But yeah, it's an interesting way of monetizing a podcast app. So, you know, kind of curious what you guys think about that. And if you're using Overcast, uh, you know, how are the ads? Are they uh, relevant? Are they ridiculous? Are they, you know, not an issue? Let me know. I'm curious because uh, I'm I've not used Overcast in a while. I have it on my work phone, my uh, Android phone, and uh, maybe I'll uh, make sure it's updated and give that a test and and let you guys know. But you you guys let me know if you're using Overcast, what you think of the new uh, ad based monetization that the uh, developer is doing. And of course, September 30th is International Podcast Day, and that's uh, Steve Lee and Dave Lee and, and the bunch over there at Modern Life Podcasting Network, along with, uh, I think, Ray Ortega, Dave Jackson, uh, Daniel Lewis, a few other people uh, that put this together every year. Of course, Blueberry's going to have a couple of, of spots during the uh, 24-hour broadcast on International Podcast Day, so look out for that. Of course, Lipson's going to have some spots, and they're going to have some spots all around the world, so that'll be kind of interesting. I think uh, one of our spots is based on Hawaiian time for uh, with Todd, so <laughs> that'll be uh, probably late in the wee hours for most of us in the United States, but uh, depending on where you are in the world... That might be uh, an easy one to, to catch up on. Uh, all the information will be over at internationalpodcastday.com, which I will have a link to in the show notes over at uh, podcasthelpdesk.com. And along with International Podcast Day, Daniel Lewis, uh, the, the uh, maker of pod, my podcast reviews, and also the host of the Audacity to Podcast, is putting on the second annual uh, International Podcast Day Gratitude Awards. And the whole gist of that is make sure you sign up over at mypodcastreviews.com. And I do have an affiliate link, which I will put in the show notes if you want to sign up for the paid account. But if you don't want to sign up for the paid account, you can sign up for the free account. And, uh, and then over the uh, next uh, couple of weeks or, or however long, uh, try to get your listeners to leave you reviews. And, uh, you know, especially worldwide. 
because you know it's International Podcast Day. So uh, you know, try to get as many reviews as you can in iTunes and Stitcher, and I think that's the, those are the two that he covers. But might be more than that. But uh, you know, leave a review uh, for your favorite shows and and get your listeners to leave a review for you, and you could possibly win an award for International Podcast Day. I'll have a link directly to that uh, Gratitude Award page at International Podcast Day, and you can uh, sign up over there and maybe get an award. And I think the top prize this year is a a package from uh, Music Radio Creative, uh, 229 pounds value. That's a, uh, oh, what is it, an audio branding package. So I don't know what 229 pounds is in dollars, but uh, you know, I'm sure it's you know, three dollars $400. It's uh, definitely a, a worthy prize, and, uh, and you can sound all professional on your podcast, or at least your uh, your branding will be professional. Music Radio Creative is kind of a cool service. Uh, Mike and Isabella Russell over there in the UK do that, and uh, they have lots of great voiceover artists, and uh, they're just really, uh, you know, well, as the name says, Music Radio Creative. They're very creative. <laughs> they do uh, a lot. I haven't done anything with them yet. I'm thinking about it. Although I'm also thinking about uh, using Strawberry Hill Productions. Uh, I interviewed Ray Pomero uh, in the last episode. Uh, she's from that organization and and maybe doing something with them. I don't know. You know, I'm kind of thinking I may cut back on the on the uh, intros, outros, and that kind of thing. But uh, you know, let me know what you think. Should I do that? And uh, definitely... You know, see if you can uh, go win that uh, gratitude award and, and get the free one from Music Radio Creative. And, of course, you also get a beautiful plaque. Uh, there's a picture of it from the uh, winner of, or one of the winners last year, Katie Bowman. That's right there on the uh, site. But uh, anyway, go check that out, the uh, IPD Gratitude Awards. International Podcast Day is September 30th, and you can help spread the word. International Podcast Day is dedicated to promoting podcasting worldwide. You may be asking, what can I do to get involved? It's pretty simple. First, head over to internationalpodcastday.com and check the suggestions. Second, use hashtag podcast day to join in the conversation. Remember September 30th. Now, let's start the conversation. And the topic I wanted to cover today, one of the, the topics anyway, is do you need a website for your podcast? When I say, do you need a website? Of course, technically, you have to have a website. You have to have some place for your RSS feed to live. So it has to be on the web somehow. Uh, you know, all the services out there have ways of of giving you an RSS feed. You know, SoundCloud, Lipson, Spreaker, Podbean, you know, Acast, all those other ones. You know, they have feeds right there from the website. And of course, a lot of those services want you to use those feeds, but we'll cover that later. But, you know, even Blueberry does that. You know, if, if you really want to, we do have a, an RSS feed that you can use with Blueberry hosting, but that's not what we, you know, encourage. We encourage you to have your own website. And 
some of the reasons you want to have your own site is, first off, you, you want a central place where everybody that listens to your podcast, that's interested in your podcast, can go no matter what. So if, you know, say one of these other services goes out of business, which, you know, happens from time to time, you know, your listeners aren't left high and dry. You know, if, if, if I all of a sudden disappear from your podcatcher, you're going to come to podcasthelpdesk.com because that's really, that's really it. You know, that's, that's where I'm at. Uh, you know, it's the central place where I podcast from. What kind of brought that to mind was a friend of mine who shall remain nameless just spent uh, 72 hours off of Facebook because at one time he uh, had his birthday wrong in Facebook and they flagged his account for a security check and of course his ID didn't match the information that they had and he had to go through a a bunch of rigmarole to get his Facebook account back. That wouldn't have been a, a big deal except for you know, he had some professional pages there that he was the sole owner of and, and that kind of thing. And, you know, it, it taught him a lesson that he shouldn't rely on a third-party service, you know, even Facebook, you know, for, uh, for anything important. You know, Facebook's a great social media network, you know, great for uh, looking up information, keeping up with people, that kind of thing. But, you know, don't build your your brand there. Build your brand at your own website. You know, I have, you know, in my personal podcast, MikeDell.com, or my personal website, which includes a podcast, is at MikeDell.com. And anybody that knows me should know that if they want to know what's going on, if they don't hear from me in some of the social networks, that they come to MikeDell.com and I will more than likely explain what's going on if I'm able. And you know, that's uh that's just good practice, you know. So, you know, if you're with a, a company that and you you know for podcasting and you're using their RSS feed and you know their website as your presence on the web, you know that's fine and dandy, it, but you know, what happens if they go out of business or they have a technical issue or, you know, some other weirdness happens, you know, you're screwed. (laughs) Just flat out, you don't have any recourse. You know, if they decide that, that uh, they're no longer going to provide the service that, that they uh, said they were going to provide, you know, you're kind of, kind of out there in the wind. I'm kind of even rethinking uh, Gmail. You know, yeah, Google is probably not going to do anything with Gmail and and all that, but you know, I really rely on Gmail and it's a third party thing. Now I do have Mike at MikeDell.com, which I can rearrange to uh get my email that way, but uh, you know, it, it's all based on Gmail right now. And it's you know, I don't know if that's good and and you know, with the podcast and I don't want Blueberry or Lipson or Spreaker or anybody, SoundCloud, whatever. I don't want that to be my point of presence for my podcast. I want, you know, podcasthelpdesk.com, you know, my own domain. I own the domain. 
You know, it doesn't even have to be a great domain, but, you know, at least have some place where, you know, your listeners can keep in touch with you and that you own, you know, not, you know, a lot of, you'll hear a lot of uh, naysayers say, oh, well, you don't really need that. You know, uh, XYZ company is, you know, is okay. And they're not going anywhere and they probably aren't going anywhere and they probably are just fine, but you still don't own it. You know, and like I said, if you're just doing this for a hobby, which, you know, a lot of my listeners are just doing this as a hobby, then maybe that's okay if you lose it. But make sure that, you know, if you're hosting on one of those other platforms and using their RSS feed, that you at least keep copies of your shows locally, because if they do happen to go out of business, you could at least recreate it. But I still uh, say, you know, you're better off going with your own website. On top of that, Google is the number one way people find podcasts automatically. Now, the, probably the number one way people find podcasts is word of mouth or from listening to other podcasts. You know, very few people, I wouldn't say very few, there are quite a few, I'm sure, but it's way down the list. Very few people go to iTunes and search for a podcast. You know, they already know the name of the podcast. They might go to iTunes to subscribe to it if they can find it in the lousy search over there. But, you know, but most people, they've got a podcast app like Overcast, Downcast, uh, whatever app they're using. That's where they'll find the podcast if they don't just find it in a Google search. You know, if I'm looking for a subject, you know, I'm going for my glider rating, you know, my sailplane rating for uh, flying and I've been doing a lot of research on on flying gliders and I came across a podcast about flying gliders but guess what I found it in Google I didn't go to iTunes or or any of the other uh, apps or directories to find that podcast I went to Google and I found their website and I subscribed at their website you know, I actually subscribed through uh, Pocket Casts, but, you know, I found it at their website. And, you know, so that's another good reason to have a podcast website. Uh, the other thing that's good about having your own website is you can have other information on there. If you go to podcasthelpdesk.com, I don't have a ton of other information, but I do have some other information over there that isn't included in any of my listings at the directories. You know, I have uh, some checklists and I have, you know, just some some stuff over there, you know, so it's you know, added value. And if you have your own website, you're way better off than, you know, trying to do that on one of these vertical platforms. Uh, you know, like I said, really all you need to podcast is an RSS feed, but that RSS feed has to live on the web and it might as well be your own website. That's, I guess, what I'm saying. So don't uh, rely on third parties 100%. You know, now hosting your files off of your website, you know, right there at the same server is a bad idea. So, you know, I do recommend, you know, Blueberry, of course, or Libsyn or Spreaker as a media host. And that gets the MP3s off of your website and therefore it doesn't compete with your website or your RSS feed and, you know, but 
have local copies. Even if you're on Blueberry, have local copies. Because, you know, God forbid something happens, uh, at least you'll be able to repopulate that feed on another service uh, through your website if your feed is owned by you. And there's even somebody out there still talking about FeedBurner. Well, FeedBurner is a third party. It's owned by Google. So don't uh, do not do that either. <laughs> it's, you know, do it right from your website. Yes, it's a little more work to get it set up, but once it's set up, it works fine. And if it doesn't work fine, you've always got people that can help you out, especially if you're using PowerPress. Of course, you've got me and the rest of the support team over at Blueberry. So, you know, you're not uh, left completely alone, but, uh, you know, the work is worth it. It's, it's worth it to own your own feed, and it's worth it to have a website. You know, and there's a lot of cool things you can do with a website. So I guess that's all I have to say about that. That brings us to the Blueberry Tip of the Week. Of course, brought to you by Blueberry Podcasting, a raw voice incorporated company. And today I'm going to talk about the directory again. I think I've covered this before, but uh, it keeps coming up. There is a directory over at Blueberry. Now, Blueberry is many things. It's a web host now with PowerPress sites. It's a media host with, of course, the Blueberry hosting. It's a stat service with the Blueberry professional stat service and the free stat service. And it's also a directory. And the directory is one of the largest on the internet. It's as big or bigger than iTunes. It's got 325-ish thousand listings. And it's not a bad place to be. But the thing is, is everything at Blueberry is separate. So the hosting of media is separate from the hosting of websites, which is separate from the stats, which is separate from the directory. And I know that's a little confusing, but we had to make it that way for it to all work right and give you the option of promoting you instead of us. So one of the steps that people often forget is make sure your feed address is in your listing at Blueberry. It's real easy to do. You get your feed from your website. Uh, if you're using PowerPress, you'll find it in the Destinations tab right there at the top or in the Feeds tab. It's uh, in a couple of places there. Copy that and then go over and log into Blueberry. Make sure if you have more than one show, you've got the right show selected. And then go to the directory area on the upper left part of the podcaster dashboard. And go to listing settings and put in your RSS feed URL. That will populate your listing at the Blueberry directory from your RSS feed. So, you know, all the stuff is in your RSS feed if you've set up PowerPress correctly. And, of course, you can uh, go to our webinar that we have every two weeks that I do uh, tell you how to set up PowerPress from, you know, a blank WordPress site all the way to having it in iTunes, Google Play, and whatever. You know, get your uh, RSS feed all set up. But once that's all set up, make sure you go back to Blueberry and update that listing. Put your RSS feed in the settings. That uh, links up your listing to your RSS feed. Just like you do at iTunes. You, know, you give iTunes your RSS feed and it gets all the information from your RSS feed. The Blueberry directory is the same thing. 
So uh, make sure you get over there and do that. I'll have a link to a video uh, that uh, demonstrates how to get your listing into Blueberry. Even if you're a Blueberry hosting customer, you still have to do that step. And of course, that was brought to you by Blueberry. If you want a free month of any of the services over there, use my promo code HELPDESK. That'll give you the free month and uh, my undying uh, admiration. Plus, we're the only podcast company with a phone number. Think about that. All right, and the last thing I want to talk about this week is bad advice. Of course, we talk about bad advice from time to time. And like I said, not to uh, call out anybody, I'm actually friends with uh, anybody that I might mention in this segment. Uh, But in particular, I want to talk about Dave Jackson. Yeah, sorry, Dave. (laughs) But I have to disagree with something he said in his last episode. And go check out his last episode over at schoolofpodcasting.com. But uh, one of the last segments he was talking about Cliff Ravenscraft and and a couple other people telling people to use the for upload only or for download only option on Libsyn. Of course, Lipson is a podcast hosting company, and they provide an RSS feed for those who want to use it, just like Blueberry does. Although we encourage you not to use it, they encourage you to use it. But using upload, or why do I always want to say upload? Use download only at Lipson. Basically, you upload your MP3 file to Libsyn, and then you grab a link of that and you put it in PowerPress or or whatever else you're using to generate your own RSS feed. Now, if you're going to use Libsyn, I strongly also say that you should do that. So, wow, I agree with uh, Pat Flynn and uh, Cliff Ravenscraft on this. You know, if you're going to use Libsyn or SoundCloud or Spreaker or Podbean or any of those other hosting companies, at least have your own website, as we talked about in the other segment. And you just drop that link into PowerPress, into the media URL, uh, hit verify, and you're podcasting with your own RSS feed. You know, uh, what the argument that Libsyn makes and, and other places make is, you know, we got your back on the RSS feed, and yes, they do. And they do let you... Redirect it if you ever want to leave so you're not really locked in. At least Lipson does. Uh, I don't know how the other ones work, but I do know that Lipson will do that for you. And so, you know, Lipson's an okay company. Not arguing with that one little bit. But as I talked about in the other segment, if you own your own RSS feed, you can put it wherever you want. You know, they, they argue that... Well, you know, what if Google changes something and then you got to have a different thing for Google and a different thing for iTunes? Well, Google would be absolutely stupid to try to change the spec of RSS. Now they do add tags. A lot of things add tags in RSS, but you can have several different tags in RSS. There's even a Google Play tab in PowerPress. So if you want your stuff to be different on Google Play than it is on iTunes, you can do it there. But, you know, the 
the uh, rationale for having multiple RSS feeds for multiple different services, it's a good idea, or not even a good idea, it's a good concept, but the idea that you need to do that is not sound. You know, one RSS feed for everything works. And for the foreseeable future, it'll work. Like I said, all these services that are, you know, picking up podcasts would be absolutely nuts to throw in some spec that a normal RSS feed wouldn't work. You know, think about it. You know, you want uh, as many podcasts on your directory, on your app, on your whatever as possible. Why would you want to limit it to only those feeds that have, you know, X, Y, and Z uh, specs in it that are different than the RSS2 spec? You know, just, I don't think it's going to happen. And, you know, it's a, it's a sales thing, you know, uh, with, you know, Lipson and, and Spreaker and all those, you know, they, they want to say that they have the best RSS feeds and they might, they just might, but you don't own it. And, you know, I still adamantly say that you need to own your own RSS feed. And like I said, the, the whole multiple destinations thing, uh, you know, sending different things to different places, it just makes it confusing. And then, you know, instead of, you know, say you decide you want to move, you got to redirect 10 feeds, five feeds, whatever, instead of just one. You know, one feed works. There's an RSS2 specification in all podcast directories, all podcast apps adhere to that spec. Now, of course, there are people out there that want to change it to API and all this, but uh, that's way above my pay grade here. Uh, You know, for the independent podcaster, there is no reason whatsoever to have more than one RSS feed for one show. It really isn't. So that's, you know, I understand the the concept, believe me, I do. And it is kind of cool, you know, that you could possibly, you know, put it out on one service before another and and all that. And there's, you know, a lot of tools like that built into Lipson. And like I said, if, if that's important to you for some reason, then, you know, maybe that is the right way to go. But, you know, for the normal independent podcaster that just wants people to listen to their show, one RSS feed, much simpler, own the RSS feed. And you can use Libsyn for hosting. You can use SoundCloud for hosting. You can use archive.org for hosting. If you don't care about your listeners, that's a whole nother bag of worms. But like I said, I don't want to, you know, I'm not trashing anybody. I'm just saying that I disagree. I I think, uh, you know, Cliff and Pat and all the others that are saying, if you're using Libsyn, use the upload or download only. Jeez, I'll never get that right. Use the download only option and then control your own feed with PowerPress would be my recommendation, of course. Uh, PowerPress is the uh, number one podcast plugin on WordPress. So... uh, you know, why not go with where you're going to get the most support? That being said, I'm going to call this a podcast and uh, no fancy outros, no fancy intros, just the information. And 
course, somebody said that I talk too slow, but eh, whatever. <laughs> Speed it up. If you listen to it on uh, Blueberry, or not Blueberry, if you listen to it on podcasthelpdesk.com, of course, I got the fancy new player there that has a speed a speed adjustment there, so uh, you can uh, speed it up if you want. Although, I don't, uh, I don't think I talk too slow. <laughs> Anyways, that was Podcast Help Desk, episode 89, and I am back. I'm going to go for the uh, Friday release of these episodes. Uh, every Friday, you should have it in your podcast aggregator of choice. Catch me later.